Welcome to Honest Conversations, episode one and a half, I guess, because like the first one didn't record with Shinu. So now I have Kai Davis on. He is a photographer slash also a musician. Would you consider yourself a musician? Uh, I think so. You sing. Yeah. You, you brought your guitar today. I did. <laughs> I I think more or less, yeah, I'm a musician. Yeah. Uh, not as much as like anymore, but you know, I dabble. Dabble. Yeah, dabble. You just you told me about you got some songs coming or something, right? Yeah, I, I've been writing songs and yeah, you know, I, some of my friends are producers in L.A. and you know, oh, in L.A. Uh oh, yeah. big dick energy. Yeah, but I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't really write for them. I mean, I just hang out because uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're homies. So. I feel that. I just yeah. got back from L.A. like a week ago. Can I tell you about that. Yes. Trip was wild. Guy. Yeah. Uh, hmm? I don't think you did. It's my job. Oh no no no. Yeah, yeah. I sent you the three pictures though you did. Like, yeah 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 uh, those are clean those right? are clean i cleaned up some fucking um some skin on those too because right. acne like right. skin Yo, retouching is getting a little better i'm saying the world denver watch out eric is becoming a photographer now i am enjoying photography much more than video yeah at the moment i'm the opposite i like i'm liking video more <laughs> really yeah i should get you involved with my boss actually I'm not, I'm not good. I'm not. I'm not good at it though. He's looking for a videographer to live with him to start up, back up his YouTube. Oh, see, I could do YouTube stuff because I'm starting. It's, my it's own literally channel. just like vlogs Vlog, and stuff. Yeah. I mean, of course, there has to be some good like cinematic edits and whatnot. Right. Cut, cut, like cutting and transitions. And yeah, but I mean that stuff is pretty easy, right? You know, and it doesn't have to be like insane, like. Right. You know, so he'd show you examples and stuff and how to how to do it. I think the challenge for you would be like learning the uh, learning the program. Right. Well, so I'm learning Final Cut Pro right now. That's what he uses. He loves oh. Final Cut. He, he, my boss has a hard on for Final Cut. Oh, no. <laughs> I just, I'm a Premiere user and the other videographer right. that uh, is in the company. He also loves Premiere. Right. Yeah. Premiere Premiere is good. I just it's so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Final Cut's like iMovie, just mm-hmm. more advanced, and I use iMovie a lot. So yeah let's go but like yo, so my question for you is you have only been doing photography for like a year right yeah like a year and a half now. and you're basically a god no <laughs> definitely not always learning always trying to experiment and do new things yeah what made you like try to get into this and, <laughs> and also i want to know like your journey of how like like i guess your, your come up story right you got so good okay so it's funny because actually, so I was I was dating someone that was into photography, and I, I'd always wanted to be like have a camera because you know I sing and write music, yeah, and I you know wanted to do YouTube, so I thought you need a nice camera. So my dream camera was a Canon T three I. I know, right? And because it had what. Right, yeah, it's crazy because it had the flippy screen and stuff, and I thought it was so, so cool. So you could vlog and also right, like take right, right. So, um, which I own it now. Let's go. Um, yeah, you're on like a mission for collecting all cannons, huh? Yeah, I am. It's, it's coming to a halt though. But anyway, so basically, I was dating this girl. She was into photography, and you know, I always wanted to do it. Yep. Because music and whatnot. So I bought a camera because I'm like, hey, this is something we can learn together. Right. Um. So when the relationship ended, which is okay, I kept going with it, and. She was telling me that I have an eye for it, you know, mm-hmm. and I just, I guess I did because, you know, I look at things a little differently than yeah. most people might, so. See, me, like, I started, I used to be, like, I was 16, mm-hmm. and I would just get high a lot and take pictures of trees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's, that's literally how I started, right. and my friend, uh, I had this friend named Amber, Amber Friendgem, and she would always, like, tell me, she's like, Eric, you take beautiful pictures, <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> so I just, oh my God. yeah, I just kind of like stuck with it. That was a really bad imitation of her voice. Just, she sounds like some like like she's from Queens. <laughs> I think her mom is from Brooklyn, actually. Yeah, see, 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 you're, see? Like, you're catching up, yeah, Puerto yeah. Rican from Brooklyn. Yeah, you know it. But um, yeah. So I mean, like, I just when I first started, um, I would take pictures of things in my room. I, I learned all about. I would read articles watch YouTube videos and yeah. just ask. I asked questions notoriously. I was that guy that probably annoyed everyone. Yeah. But you know, I wasn't trying to steal their secrets, but I was just trying to learn. Yeah. You get know, better. like why how how did you get this effect? You know, about like bokeh and depth of field, because I didn't understand aperture back then. Yeah. And now I do. So it's just like I, I, I just did a lot of research and I wasn't afraid to get out there and do shoots. Yeah. Photo you, you really have to put yourself out there when you're doing like freelance. Right. On top of that too doing did you do a lot of free work? When you started, yes, yeah, I did. that's like the key. Doing for fucking tons of free right. work to get it on your right. portfolio, and it, it, it like not it was trash. I, I was looking at some of it. I was like, oh my god! I just looked at my pictures from like four months ago of Hannah. Yeah. Oh my god, I hate them. Like the ones you helped me edit. Right. I absolutely but hate them see, because those... I'm evolving as a creator. Right. right. You know, so yeah, they're probably like they're good pictures. Right. But personally, I'm just like, yo, I've gotten so much better. Right. Right. You know. And I, I guess the biggest part for me in learning how to edit, because like. When I, I'm not gonna say I have the eye, but people say I have the eye. Mm-hmm. So when when you under when you can see composition really well, and um, that's why the podcast setup is the way it is today. Cause Kai has the fucking eye. No, and we the, just changed it a little bit. It that's looks all. way fucking better. But so like composition was never a problem for me. Right. My biggest challenge was actually learning like Lightroom, Photoshop, and the programs, mm-hmm. and then learning the balance of over editing versus not enough yeah you know and like too too saturated or not enough um i feel like i'm learning that six years in like right now right, right. because the company i work for i um they don't like a lot of moody shots and i am always been like a moody editor right and with the shots i'm doing they don't they kind of have to be a bit not basic but just a little more clean like vibrant. natural colors right. vibrant you yeah. know and i like these like moody things where i like to change like the blues to Mm -hmm. a teal or Mm -hmm. like desaturate the greens and whatnot right and it's just uh it's a different transition for me too especially now when when you get a job and you freelance for so long oh yeah you know and usually when you freelance dude it's just to a lot of photographers who when to need when they get that job to prepare themselves because when you're freelancing everything's kind of like set up for you in right, a way because right. you're doing it yourself right you're your own boss right so mm-hmm. you're like all right this is how it's gonna be shot this is what the client wants and whatnot right you know they give you like a shot list right yeah and sometimes with like the company i work for they're just like like the la trip i recently had they're like yo just just shoot everything shoot right. content right and it kind of like like use use your own creativity i know and without the structure i kind of like almost panicked Right. A little bit. Cause, I, I understand that. Like, I do product photography, mm-hmm. and when they don't give me a shot list, it's like, uh, what do I do? Then? I know. You just start, you kind of start going back to basics because right. you're like, all right, front, side, right. back of right. product, Opposition. you know, yep. angle or whatever. Yep. 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 You know, because you're just like, fuck, why don't they tell me what they want? Exactly. You know, and my, the company's like, just shoot. We just need right. content. I'm like, but what am I going to do with this clip? You know, because usually when I shoot, I shoot with a purpose. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what am I going to do with this clip of this product? Mm-hmm. I don't know where to put it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's rough. But I realized too, because I'm, so my role kind of changed with my job. Okay. I'm making more like story content oh. for um for the Sculpt You Instagram, which is um 
I think you do met Katrina, right? No, but I you've talked about fitness her. girl. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, for her stuff, I'm I'm doing her stories for the uh, like three times a week, mm-hmm. and a lot of the content I'm using is like unused content that I just shot, right? right. And I'm realizing like, all right, just shoot content means like, yo, let's just shoot shit so we have it and then we can pull it from well, later on. Yeah, right. right. You know, so that's like. It's like, bro, it's, I feel like it's always a learning process, no? Because, yeah. like, you're still fucking, like, yeah, still there's learning. so much that you're you're still learning. Like, you right. don't use Photoshop. Oh, you, you do use Photoshop. Yeah, I you, use Photoshop. You, yeah. How did you become, like, a fucking Photoshop god? Oh, dude, I, there's so much about it that I don't know. But practice, mm-hmm. um, experimenting, doing, like, honestly, using, having a lot of bad, bad, bad photos. Yeah. Like, not, not the one you take them, but, like, experimenting and, you know... You're learning how to make them look better by making them look worse at first. Yeah. Yeah. No one, no, I feel like no one's actually really good off the bat because it takes, you know, that time and experience to understand, okay, this is my threshold of this is good. This is too much. This is too little. Yeah. So it's just finding that balance <clears throat> and like finding your own style. I noticed a lot of photographers too, like you just mentioned, like trying to get in video and right. stuff now because like photography is just a lot of people. I've never seen the industry grow so much. I don't know if right. it's just like the iPhones with the cameras. It's like shit. it's like the new age of media we're going to. Everyone's online all the time. Social media is huge. I mean, it's always been huge, but it's like super, super big now. Yeah. People don't talk really in person anymore like this. Yeah. This doesn't this is, happen a lot. This is why I like this shit. Though. Yeah, this is yeah. one of the main yeah. reasons I want to do it. Right. I'm like, I just want to talk to people. Right, right. Oh. And it's just like... I feel like, especially in Colorado, everyone and their mom owns a camera. Mm-hmm, for you know? sure. And, and, and it's just like... And everyone so, wants to do YouTube right, or some shit. Everyone's a photographer. And it's not a bad thing, but it's just, it's really hard to separate yourself from other people because there are a lot of talented people here too. Oh, yeah. Like for crazy sure. talented. Like Florida. Like, I've met more talented people in Colorado than I did in Florida, which is a bigger state. Right, right. You know? And that's kind of weird to me, but maybe it was also my timing because in Florida, I was like the only one <clears throat> doing a lot of the stuff that I was doing. Right. Like I remember, uh, there's a guy out there, he shot music videos, right? Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like I influenced him in a way. He doesn't know me. I don't know him, but he might know me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I've looked at his shit. So he may have looked at my shit back in the day, but, um, I was just popping off with these athletic workout videos. Right. And next thing I know, I see this guy, and he did a workout video. Like, I was the only one doing them in the whole like, county at the time. Well, dang, see? You know, and Polk County's a pretty, like, big county, mm-hmm. you know? And I just took over with these athletic banger videos. Of course, like, some of them had stories, some of them didn't. Right. But it's just, you know, like, creating a wave, you know? And I feel like there's a wave out here of, like, just yeah. photographers. And there's so many things that that weren't around when I was like, when I started like six years ago, mm-hmm. when I was like, like there's, there's no meetups. There's none of that shit, right. you know, like right. Denver creates, there's nothing, mm-hmm. you know? So it's kind of like, it's nice seeing the industry evolve, but I see what you're saying. Cause like the professionals and the people who are like trying to make a living from this, are trying to separate <laughs> themselves from the hobbyist. No. Right. Right. Oh. And, 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 you know, I think everyone has their own, like point where they're at because everyone's always growing no one's ever going to be perfect yeah and honestly if you think you're perfect and you're the shit then you're a fool because there's always someone better 
I know. You know? I mean, it's like people are always learning. I mean, I feel like I'm always going to be learning until the day I die. Right. Whatever that be, like life. Right. Or right. And just camera like work. talking, just talking with fellow creatives, you learn things. I know. You know. And in Florida, that was kind of an ego thing. There's so many creatives that I wanted to meet that mm-hmm. wouldn't associate with me because they, they felt like I was their, their competition and stuff. Right. You know or that you're trying to like steal something from yeah, like steal and... value or something, you know, and there was a lot of takers too. Right. You know, like I mean, I remember like I'm a giver, so I just send people shit, right. you know, I'm just like, yo, you need presets. I got you, you know, you need right. like stuff that I've even paid for right, right, that. Right. I'm just like, yo, fucking take it. I don't right, care right. because I, I realized too, like nobody has my eye. Right. So I can give you every fucking tool that I have, but at the end of the day, you're not me. Right. You know, like, I mean, I've given people presets and they haven't given me anything in, in return and they said right. they would. Right. It's okay. Right. It's like completely fine with me. Right. You know, it's fucked up, <laughs> but it's like, it's fine, you know, right. just because. I mean, that's what makes you and makes you separate from other people around you. you yeah. Know? It's just, it's just all about your character mm-hmm. and who you are, you mm-hmm. know, like sharing, okay. sharing is caring. Right. Right. And, you know, honestly, it's something that I think we're both very good at mm-hmm. is we're, we're pretty good at talking to people in general. Yeah. And um, like, you know, I know like I have some like people in my family and stuff like that that like have been creatives and all that. And they're, they're not necessarily the greatest at talking to random like strangers. Yeah. And it's just like th- like that's a really big part of it. If you can be good at your craft and then also be really sociable like conversation. Yeah. Because like yeah. for me, like when I. Um, like when I meet business owners, I want to support them more because I know the owner now. The story behind yeah. it, why right. they're doing this. It's like, it's like yeah, they mm-hmm. have a good product, like food or whatever, but yeah. it's like, I want to work with that person. Yeah. You know? I have that right like, now. I want to support you. Mm-hmm. Not just because your stuff is good, but because I know you. Yeah, like my boss yeah. is a great vision and I, I respect him. Mm-hmm. I think he's crazy. I tell him this all the time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's an amazing vision and he's an incredible like business person, right? Mm-hmm. Or, for example, Victoria. She uh, runs Lash the City in uh, Denver and she has an eyelash company, right? And I'm doing like cool. videos of like eyelashes and I'm there for like two, three hours sometimes just recording her and... Originally, we were supposed to do, like, 15-second videos, you know? Right, right. And from a creative standpoint, I'm like, yo, this video could be an IGTV video, blah, blah, blah. Right. You know? Because I'm just like, I don't ever try to sell <clears throat> any of my clients short, you know? Or try to, like, Just get take. by, right? Yeah. I'm just like, because I try to put in maximum effort, and I hear her story, and I respect her work ethic. Mm-hmm. Like, how hard she works with everything, dude. Like, she's an amazingly talented, like, she has, like, 280 clients, Dang. And she was telling me, she's like, most normal people who do eyelashes only maybe have like 50 clients, right? right. And she is like killing the game. She's swimming in that clientele. Yeah, <laughs> she's fucking killing it, right? So I'm just like, I'm recording with her. I'm like, yo, we can't fit this in 15 seconds. I feel like a lot more value could be given if this video is 30 seconds. Even though we agreed right. upon like 15, I'm just like, dude, I just want to give and try to make the best content possible. Right. And it helps too. Like, instead of getting to know who you're working with, you know, right. and helps you like respect them and want to support them as much as possible. Right. 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 And I think that, yeah, it, that like, like you're saying, it plays a really big into when you are a freelancer mm-hmm. and you're working not just for like for, with friends, but you're working for pay, mm-hmm. like talking, you know, talking to like families versus corporations versus individuals. You, like you, you need to know your client and how to talk to them. Yeah. And it's not that you're being fake. It's just, you know, it's adaption. Yeah. It, it, you know that like, Oh, this way of speaking might not work with, you know, a family 
Yeah, but sure. it would definitely work with a corporation. Yeah, you know, or in a hood. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because just um, <clears throat> it's crazy because I was like, I kind of grew up like just in this fucking like hood area, <laughs> and you know, I was just running around with my best friend Cedric doing hood rat shit. And there you go. I was homeschooled too, so I didn't have a lot of social interaction from second grade on until like maybe sixteen. Right. Right. So I kind of, I guess, like craved that, and right. I wanted to know all different kinds of people from all different whether it be ethnicities all different kinds of business owners right. so that's why i love how diverse my clientele is mm-hmm. you know and you have like very diverse clientele it's, it's families it's people who do events right. you know athletes whatever you know and that shit is so just such a testament to your character and as a creator as well mm-hmm. just because you can work with you know like like i work with a barber uh, eyelash company an right. athlete right. and then i can still like fucking go out and direct this hood ass music video guys pointing guns at me and oh, that's right. yeah it's greatness right, <laughs> you know right. it still that, makes great shit greatness. it's so fun because yeah. you don't know if you're gonna die or not right, right. <laughs> it's just like it's a it's it's never monotonous you know i mm-hmm. guess and if you because everyone says don't put all your eggs in one basket all the time which, i know there's a lot of people who just like direct music videos and whatnot right but I like my thing, and even like my roommates, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Our thing is we want to be a jack of all trades. Yep. Like regardless, like I know people say, "Hey, s- kind of stick to one emphasis," but it's yeah. like if you can just do everything, why not? It keeps things fresh, right? Right. Because like my niche is, is fitness, right. photography, and videography. You know, and I do a lot of just health and wellness related content. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, I could have easily turned down this like eyelash company you know working with victoria and stuff i'm just like nah i haven't done something like this this is a challenge like the shots are so detailed i'm on a 75 uh, millimeter of my lens just fucking trying to get this like detail and close-up shit and that's what keeps me going is the challenge in itself right you know that's why i'm so excited like by the way me and kai we are we're going to korea together yeah let's go we're going dude, that's coming up i know dude, it's on her ass i'm getting pumped did ariel talk to you she said she wanted to go she texted me oh she didn't talk to me okay i'll shoot her a text and see because like I, she's an awesome person to travel with bro yeah. like so easy to like travel with and she loves taking pictures and whatnot and she's a good yeah. model as well so i right. mean just having so because i've traveled with her before for the iceland trip right and I don't know. We like I would go anywhere, Ariel, bro. Yeah, she's chill. She's chill. She's fun to be around. Well, because like yeah. the way she plans, like the itinerary, like, I just do whatever the fuck she wants. Right. I don't care, like, bro. It's just, it's just fucking. Because right. me, dude, like, I was on welfare two years ago. Mm, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, I was on a. Uh... Look at you now, bro. <laughs> Come up, like denim. Ooh, ooh, Lots ooh. of denim. Ooh. Supreme. <laughs> oh my god, fake Supreme in yeah. Korea. Yeah, we're gonna, fake market. we're gonna get some there. <laughs> but um. Yeah, um, my dad was disabled. Did you know that? You did, yeah. Yeah, you told so me my that. dad was disabled. He became disabled in 2011. And um, up until two years ago, I was on welfare because my dad got disability. Mm-hmm. Um, we were on food stamps. Yeah, yeah you told me about. I had to work like at Family Dollar. I had to work mm-hmm. for my school. Mm-hmm. I, got, I had to like really work hard to get scholarships and stuff. Right. You know, <clears throat> so it was just, uh, it was so weird, man. Just like when he died, just trying to manage everything. Right. You know? Right, because all this responsibility. Yeah, because it was know? just me and my two cats after he died. Right, and you said you you got the house. Yeah. And then you had to deal with that. And yeah, selling know. a house is fucking annoying. I never want to, like, <laughs> me, I don't like owning shit. I don't know about you, but to me, shit is just shit. You right, know? Right. Like, I, I want to just 
try different ways of living life, mm-hmm. whether that be, I looked on a site called, uh, <coughs> called work away. Have you heard of it? Mm-mm. It's, um, yeah, they have hosts on there and you can do a variety of different shit all over the country. Right. So like so some like people are Airbnb like, or kind of right. So for mm-hmm. example, if you look in the United Kingdom, I looked there. Right. And there's like a family and they're just like, they're just looking for help. Like pretty much like a babysitter, but it works, right? Oh. Because you get to experience like a whole new country. Right. You right. Know? And you're still kind of working. A yeah. Bit. And then um, some of them you don't get paid for. Some of them you do get paid for. Like Italy, for example, there's um, a couple out there. They're looking for someone to teach their daughter English. Mm-hmm. They'll cook for you, uh, house you for like up to however long, you know, like a minimum stage, like a month typically. Dang. Right. And they're just like looking for someone out there to like, you know, and it's, it kind of works both ways because like you get to like go out, experience something new, experience new culture, mm-hmm. hang out with people who are locals, right? you know, right. and get shown around, you learn, you know, and you give value too, because like you're, you're teaching someone's child English or whatever. Right. Right. That's you know? true. So I thought it was like a cool concept. Me, like, I'm just trying to take it to the extreme. Like I would love to fucking just like go to like a third world country and like fucking have no internet for like a month and just like build a fucking <laughs> village, bro. Right. And experience that. Right. that like way of living that, that would be interesting yeah yeah you know just because i just want to experience so many different ways of living and how people interact and stuff that's why the korea thing's so exciting because i'm like yo people don't speak english here like i mean probably a lot more people right. speak english out there than i think you know depends where you're at right, right. if you're countryside yes. <laughs> then I, it, no. it's, it's so they understand like basic oh, yeah basic english it's, it's more the fact that they're very proper and they want to make sure when they speak that they grammatically are correct. So they're too scared yeah. to speak a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. So the Americans, we just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yo, what up? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, so right. that's just, some of this shit just intrigues me so much because right. I, I want to be able to experience life, even though I kind of think we live in a simulation at times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I kind of, I just want to experience as much as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Before I just, cause I mean, I got, I'm, I don't know about you, dude, but I'm, I'm completely okay with dying. Like if I died in a car accident right after this show, I'd be completely okay with it. Just because yeah, I, I'm, I feel that. I'm doing what, I enjoy doing. Right. I'm on you, a path. You lived a good life. That's what my roommate Brian and I say. We're like, well, I lived a good life. Yeah. You know? It's my time to go. It's my time to right. go. It's like, do we want to die? No. But yeah. I mean, like if it happened, you can't do anything about it. You yeah. know, I'm trying to get my will notarized. I have to do that. You already have a will? Next week. Oh, uh, yeah. Dang. It says, um, dump my ashes in front of a Taco Bell. <laughs> I have to get it notarized so it's official and someone has to actually fucking do this because I want to be cremated. I, I feel like when you... I think when you get married, you have to re, re, re redo your will. Yeah, I think because you ha- you're you're you have a spouse, and then when you have kids, yeah, I mean, or you can just leave them out of it. I'd like to get fucking married. Yeah, yeah, like I mean, you never know. Twenty nine, twenty eight is like ideal for me. Like, I mean, I'd like to settle down now with someone, right. but they have to understand, I guess, like my way of living. Right. You know? That's that's hard. That that's really hard as a freelancer. Yeah, finding that person that's okay with what you're doing and how you do things. like, even though I do have a job, my life's still kind of, kind of insane. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. Because I mean, there's days when I'm shooting, there's days when like, I just can't talk. Mm-hmm. There's like, like yesterday <clears throat> was fucking, yesterday was like off the wall, man. I was just like, I think I was working with Victoria for the eyelash thing for like eight thirty to about 12. Then I worked with Katrina from like 
one or 12, probably 1230 to, it had to be like five, <laughs> you know, and then it took me a half hour to get home. And then yeah. I edited a bunch of stuff to right. like make sure everything's good. Like I, I think that's the one thing about me. I'm such a workhorse right? and I'm the type of person you get like, you get like locked in. You're yeah, editing pictures and you're there for like and then hours go by. Yeah, and you don't you forget to eat, dude, bro. When you're working so hard, when you forget to eat, holy shit. Dude, my girlfriend is like, "Did you eat?" And I'll be like, "No." She's like, "Why not?" I'm like, "I forgot." Yo, <laughs> for real, bro. And then you realize that you're just dying. <laughs> hey man, I can lose the uh, miss a few few meals. I got a little extra on. Hey, you look fine. Yeah. You got you got some some this extra to love on, right? Right, right. Some more, <laughs> some more to grab. <laughs> oh my. Some, some more to love. <laughs> bro so i feel like every um i feel like just every person should try their ass off to eat healthy it's so hard it's the difficult difficult as fuck like dude there's so much temptation like we both like popeye chicken sandwiches those are so good but they they, they I wind you. up in the bathroom immediately after and that yeah. shit runs right through me dude that, that's me and most like fast food mm. yo wendy's spicy chicken nuggets hold on Thanks, ho. <laughs> she has a British accent. Hell yeah. I lost I actually lost my virginity to a uh, to a British girl. Oh, I thought you were gonna say to like a Siri or something and I'm like Nah, I feel like I'm either uh, meant to date a uh, a hot British girl mm-hmm. or a Puerto Rican girl with curls. So my wife's either in Britain or Puerto Rico. Or they could be here, you never know. Potentially. Potentially. Or Korea, depending yeah, on never de- know. depending on who I've out there. <laughs> right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Turn that Tinder, turn that hinge on when you're out there. Bruh, connection. It's so funny. Like I was texting uh, I was texting Mitchell, who we're also going to Korea with. And Mitchell <laughs> Mitchell's like you when you first met me. He takes me like too serious. <laughs> oh. Because I talk I talk out of my ass a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what you would say to him. Hold on. Okay. Mitchell's Mitch is a very uh literal person i know so he's like yo your laugh is funny it's pretty solid i'm like yo it's my mating call hopefully it attracts some hot girls in korea and mitchell is like so serious he's like maybe but i don't know it's uh just just try to have a good time (laughs) (laughs) i'm like bro bro i'm kidding (laughs) you can't take anything i say serious like come on like i had so i had kai convinced he wanted to run a train to run a train with a tinder girl and he was so down for it me no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hell no. This guy was making it sound like he was down. Yeah, so I had Kai hella He's down convinced. to go to Pound Town. And Pound Town and run a train on some Tinder hoe. Yeah, and I was, uh, I was like, <laughs> it was like two, It was like two and a half weeks. I think so. Uh, you know, and he just kept believing it. And I'm like, bro, you can't take me serious. I talk out of my ass so much. What, you don't want an Eiffel Tower now? <laughs> no, 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 not even. Yo, um, before we pause because of the... Um, Still going. Uh, before we pause, before um, I had to reset the camera. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you is that um, your negotiation negotiation wow tactics are fucking amazing when it comes to like getting gigs and stuff. Where did you fucking learn all this? Did you learn how to like just market yourself from just reading articles, or is it just kind of come natural with you know your testament to your character and how social you are? I, th- I think a little bit of everything, to be honest. I can't solely say, oh, I just do it. Right. Um, so my, my, my 
my dad owns a business and like people in my family are in business. They're kind of like rubbed off on you. Right. So like, you know, I used to hang out at his office, just listening and seeing how he interacts with his clients or, or other associates. It's just like, you know, he, he never seems too businessy, but he can get down to the grit if he needs to. Right. And, um, I think because I like to talk to people and be social, I kind of combined the stuff I saw my dad do mm-hmm. along with ex- my experiences and just who I am. And I kind of ma- made my own thing Yeah, because, you know, I think I, I tell people this all the time. Like I was telling Min Young this, that knowledge is always power. Mm-hmm. It's not power to like reign over people, but it's just like you have more power to whatever situation you're in, the more you know about it. Yeah. Right. So it's just kind of like when I talk to corporations, I am very straightforward and, and just direct. And, yeah. Right. And usually they're like, well, the, the corporations want to know that they're hiring someone that's good, that knows what they're doing. Yeah. So I explained to them my process. Mm-hmm. I explained to them why I want the price point that I'm asking. And then I, I don't negotiate really. I say, okay, well, we can go down a little bit, but this is what I want because this is what, kind of what I'm worth. I don't say it like that, but I, I, I like somehow get that message out. Mm-hmm. And then if they don't hire me, then they don't hire me. But because and, and I do tell clients all the time, if you want a good product, you gotta you got to pay for it. Yeah. You know, and there are still things that I really suck at. Like, I'm not great at landscape. I'm not really good at doing, like, family. Like, I can do family photos, but I, I don't enjoy it. Or, like, weddings. Those are some of the gigs I turn down, and it's like I kind of need to start taking them to challenge myself. Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, and, and that's that's actually a good thing. But my thing is, if you can't deliver, don't charge. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't ever charge. Don't ever practice something new on a paid gig. Yeah. Because if it goes south, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, I it's mean, just, but that's just that's my motto, you know. Yeah, I mean, too, it's all about as well having the confidence. True, that you that can too. just fucking get it done. Because right. like the eyelash, I hadn't done eyelashes before. Right, right, and we went over footage yesterday, and she fucking loved it. That's she good. loved the footage. She loved the photos I took. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got the eye though. Remember, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. so that that comes with with confidence. Right, you know. Right. And just knowing, like, yo, I do this shit. Like, I'm the best at this. Blah mm-hmm. blah blah. Like, I can get it done. And I think too, with what you're saying, like having family members, your dad, that was all kind of, in a way, mentorship, right? Yeah, yeah. I asked my dad and my brother-in-law. He he runs my dad's company. Mm-hmm. I ask them for advice all the time. Yeah, like all the time. If I don't know it's something, I'll ask them about it. Yeah. And and I also learn through people asking me questions. You know, I get a lot of people asking me about like how to buy cars from dealerships or insurance questions, setting up LLCs. Um, and I'll explain to them what I know. And then if they ask me questions that I don't know, I'm not going to bullshit it. I'm just gonna be like, honestly, let me call someone. I'll learn and I'll I'll figure it out. And then I'll tell you. Yeah. So then that's what I do. I think having mentors is probably the most important thing that you can do in life. Right. Because if someone has a skill whether you have to pay them or not, whether it be a friend or mm-hmm. just someone that has what you, like, where you want to be. Right. Right? You know, let's say you, like, suck at dating. I know dating coaches that literally, <laughs> like... That's a thing. That is a thing. I did not know that. So, Damn, um, they're classified as, they're classified as, like, pickup artists. But, I mean, they are, what it's, that? like, the guys that I talk to, they're not, it's not like a get you laid program. Right. It's more of like get you a relationship, get you a relationship, get you a girlfriend in a healthy manner. Right. You know, um, being able to just be social because the whole program is not just about talking to women. It's more about just 
getting you to be able to talk to people because some of these guys can't even hold a conversation with right. an actual person. Right, and that's right. rough. Right? So it's just about getting out there and sometimes saying hi for a hot girl, for a guy, like, means everything, you know? Because right. some of these guys are just so in the toilet in a way, right. you know, because they just, right. a lot of them sit in their mom's <clears throat> basement and just fucking jack off all day to be, like, blunt as fuck. You know, That's and I, I used to be that way, too, though. I mean, not yeah. my mom. I didn't have a basement, but I had a room and had Pornhub and had Call of Duty. And that was what I did from right. for a whole like year. Are you right handed or left handed? I'm a, a fucking duo boy. We're going two at a time, buddy. Damn. Yeah, like it's fucking on. One of my roommates is like, he's asking me that question. I'm like, I'm right handed. He's like, well, I'm right handed, but I use my left hand. I was like, why? He's like, I need my right hand to scroll. <laughs> Honestly. I'm like, okay. That's so, I do that a lot too, though. That's so logical. You know, Snapchat, when I first, like, I got really drunk one time. Yeah. And then I, so people were like, dude, what did you send me last night? I was like, what did I send? <laughs> and so I, luckily I didn't send anything gross, but it was just a black screen. And then I said, I'm naked in text <laughs> on it. Oh, my God. But I don't remember sending it, but I sent it to everyone in my list. I was like, oh, my God. Holy <laughs> hell. Don't ever do that, guys. Holy shit. Oh, tw- 21, 22-year-old Kai was a hot mess. Yeah. I'm still a hot mess, but more mature. <laughs> I think my um, my peak for hoeing was like 19 through no not 19 19 i was through now no i was (laughs) fuck off i was in love at 19 had to be like 20 21 to 23 i would say because i had this girl who i liked she knew i was a hoe so she wouldn't like i would go to yoga class and she'd be like are you going to yoga class with your your yoga house (laughs) oh my gosh yeah and it should piss me off so much but it was true (laughs) you know so like but nah, going back to like the mentor thing, dude, um, just dating coaches for like building social skills right, right. and then eventually like getting girlfriends, people like that. Um, right now I have a boxing coach. Oh, that's dope. That's going really well. I've had him for like a month, a month and a half. I'm still trash, <laughs> but I'm getting, you're, really, you're becoming better trash. Yeah. Better yeah. trash. That's you good. Know? So, and eventually I'll just be like normal trash. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I'm getting better at it and I see him three times a week. That's awesome. And I feel good. I was, I got this guy I've been, been talking to, this dude who, um, he's going to be a client of mine. He's a massage therapist. He does like Tai Yi treatments. He does, um, fucking, he's also a therapist, right? Mm-hmm. He was telling me, he's like, new hobbies are so good for your anxiety and your well being because mm-hmm. they're just <clears throat> new. So it kind of, you know, fucks with your brain a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, even like when you get in a relationship and you start doing new, new shit with that person that's true you know it like sparks a different part of your brain yeah and, it, and you grow closer with them because you're doing new shit you're not taking her to the same restaurants that you took your ex to or, or whatever that's true <laughs> that's so true That'd yeah be fucked. yeah it fucks your vera because like if you do that same thing over and over it's gonna like you know your brain's just gonna think right, like you might fall back into that in, into the toxic right. toxic right. shit right? Right. right so if you just do new shit even with hobbies right it's really good. So I started also, um, do you know Josh Glenn? I don't. He is a Denver uh, dancer out here. And he does like hip hop and stuff. He's in the, uh, the crew at Han. Okay. And um, Josh is just fucking dope. I uh, I got Josh come over here every week. Dope. Yeah. And I got I to gotta text him actually because we were supposed to dance on Thursday. Because I want to learn how to just, just dance. 
Right. Whether it be hip hop dancing, slow dancing, or whatever, I've always been that guy. This, this year is just a lot of action, I guess. Right. And trying new shit, new, new country, and going to all right. kinds of shit, right? right. And Josh is uh, just teaching me how to dance. I've always been that guy who just at a party or at a club sits on the on the couch or at the on the wall, mm-hmm. and just never dances, you know. Right. And I've always wanted to. I've always had the desire. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm okay if I die because I know what I'm doing. It's okay. It's like the right thing. Like doing. you're living your best life. I'm act. Oh, I fucking hate that term. But but it's like true. It kind <laughs> it of applies to what you're doing. Yeah. So I'm know? just I'm acting on what I actually want to do and stuff that I've always desired. Right. To do right. Right. So having that and like I said, it's just training my brain. Um, I have an anxiety and a panic disorder. Right. You're that. telling me. Yeah, that. and that shit is fucking terrible. Right. You know and. Just trying all this new shit has kind of like put me in a really, really good mental space. That's good. You know? That's really good. So and I'm trying to like eat a little better. Like I got to show you the pre-made meals that I have. Shout out to Icon Meals. I got okay. this uh, just pre-made meals I get and everything from Icon Meals is healthy. Okay. You know, except, except the cookies. Sorry, Icon Meals. Cookies. That's <laughs> cookies. Wait, you, you eat fruits and vegetables, right? Some depends on the fruits and vegetables. You're not like Austin Nay level of not eating fruits and vegetables, right? What is Austin Nay? I don't. I didn't even notice. Oh, Austin <laughs> doesn't eat any vegetables. That guy's on crack. Fruit. What the? Right. I talk to that yeah, man. Yeah, no, you gotta get him on here. Austin's <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, like I hung out with him up in the mountains. Uh, over then we did like some stuff up there. I remember model, that trip. Yeah. And like he, I literally saw he will not eat like most vegetables. Almost no fruit. no fruit. He's tried some of them. He's like, yeah, they're all right. Pretty sweet too. Typically, but, people pretty like like fruit. That's right, weird. right. And it's just like he's in really good shape. It's like, what the heck? <laughs> what the fuck is that guy eating? Right. <laughs> Let me get that physique, bruh. Yeah, give me some of that. Oh, mm. <laughs> wait, wait. So name a fucking vegetable. I'll tell you if I eat it. Name like three of them. Potatoes. Yep. Austin doesn't eat potatoes. <laughs> no, he. Well, he likes French fries. Oh my god, I, that doesn't count. That doesn't um, count he would at all. Eat, like. Zucchini? Nah. <laughs> well, oh, actually, I do eat zucchini because so Katrina made these zucchini like pizza boats with like salami on them, and you put them mm. in the recipes right. on um on the Scope You page. Check it out, Instagram. <laughs> right. And uh, they, they came out really good. You know. See. So I fuck with some zucchini with some cheese and the salami what about, like, on top. Corn or onions or garlic. Uh, I don't touch corn with a ten foot pole. Okay. I just I don't like the texture. Really. Onions. Uh, I don't really like the taste or the texture. I'm a texture kind of guy. guy. Like okay. lettuce? Oh my god. Fuck that shit. You don't like it? <laughs> Fucking the crunch? That's so good. No, the cr- it's not... Yeah, it is the crunch, actually. Because like, I'll get a fucking quesadilla from Taco Bell, and sometimes a piece of lettuce will like slip into the quesadilla, right. and I just like start chewing it, and I just... Ugh, it's fucking tragic. Dang. I don't like broccoli. I have never had broccoli. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it feels. I'm not touching broccoli. What about cauliflower? That's like the albino broccoli. That shit is not. I've had cauliflower. There's just a lot of vegetables I don't eat. I eat a lot of fruit. I love fruit. Bananas, apples. I don't like fruit. Melons. Fucking. Mm. Really? I mean, I'll eat it. If someone cuts it up and prepares it for me, I'll eat it. But I'm never going to do it myself. You know what I think, bro? Like helps is having the food in different settings. Like um, right. like avocado. I didn't fuck with avocado until I started eating sushi. Right. Right? I didn't fuck with white rice until I started eating sushi. Really? Yeah. Rice is life. I just, I I'm like, I like, <laughs> I like white rice with like the, 
what's it the red what's that red sauce that you get from like the chinese places Sweet and sour. Oh, sweet oh. And sa- yeah, I put that. You like that shit? That's just so gross. I oh, put the sweet on. and sour sauce on the fucking white rice. And that's the only way I can eat it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm more of a brown rice guy. Like okay. I had a lot of had a lot of Haitian friends right. in Florida. Dude, the fucking Haitian brown rice, bomb. Bomb. Yeah, like okay. that shit. You like fried rice? Fried rice is better, I think, than uh white rice. just regular white rice. Dang. You know, I just I need to put shit on my food to yeah, be able to eat it right. Yeah. So like the meals i get to come with green beans right? right and for the like the longest dude i've been throwing out the green beans i feel so wasteful right and then my roommate she's like ah oh, you need to put some butter on them i'm like okay so i get the butter and i get a fucking knife right. and i start spraying the bush she's like no what is, that what you, is that what your roommate sounds like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like I-, I hope she sees this <laughs> Yo, shout to lexi <laughs> we share a bathroom together she <laughs> She's going to take your toothbrush and scrub the toilet, bro. Oh, my <laughs> God. No. Um, yeah, so she's like, what are you doing? Put some butter on there. And I'm like, how? She's like, you get the measuring cup, and you put the butter in the measuring cup, and then you put it in the microwave for 10 seconds, and then you put it all over the green beans, and then you put salt on there. She's like, mm, so good. <laughs> you know? So I did that, and now I eat the green beans. Oh, or I put, good. like, um, cinnamon and honey yeah, I was gonna say I put honey on them. In, no, not on, not on the green beans. Oh. I put that on the. I get a sweet. There's a sweet potato mash right. that comes with it. Ooh, really good, yeah. right? And uh, I get this. I get this cinnamon and honey. Um, fucking what is it called? It's like um, like a powder. I don't fucking know. Onion powder? No, it's like a cinnamon and honey powder infused with CBD. It's like a like seasoning oh, cool. or whatever. Yeah, it's like a seasoning powder. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and I put that shit on there. And it's from Cured Nutrition. They're here in Lakewood, Colorado, which okay. is really good. And I put that on there. And then on the chicken that I get, I put blackened seasoning with CBD infused on it. Wow. So literally, I have the most calming fucking, like, meals. Right. You know? Because, like, the, salt, the seasoning I put on is CBD infused. Right. And then I've got this sweet, like, green beans with butter on it and stuff. I didn't know about honey on green beans. No, so, so what I would do is I'd take honey. Mm-hmm. So I cook a lot. Yep. I would take like sesame oil and some honey yeah. and like some type of like red chili flake and I'd like probably maybe a little like vinegar, a tiny touch of vinegar. And mm-hmm. then you you like kind of heat it up in a saucepan, keep stirring it on low heat and then it becomes a glaze, right? Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, you can put more sugar in it, but I, I wouldn't put the white sugar in it. That's if, why you have honey. Yeah. And then you just got to glaze those green beans with, with the butter in it. Oh, you can put butter in it. Like, How long does that take? Uh, honestly, it'd probably take me like three minutes to make. What three, five fuck? minutes. Damn. If you bro. have all the ingredients, yeah, not long. Holy shit. I gotta try that. You ever had uh, like glazed carrots before? Yeah. Those are bomb as hell, bro. Yeah. My cousin makes those. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, Boil carrots. Like, she makes some good shit, mm-hmm. but like, that's the best thing that she makes, in my opinion, is the glazed carrots. And like, mm-hmm. I don't get to eat them often, but when I do, I'm, I'm fucking killing them shit. <laughs> <laughs> Turn orange. Yeah. So uh, dude, my, um, that's funny. My uncle is an incredible cook. So is my dad. Mm-hmm. Like, my dad wrote cookbooks and stuff. He's got a, a whole-ass cookbook about leftovers. It's called No Food Left Behind. Shit. You know? Okay. And I, I sent it to his buddy after my uh, after my dad died. I sent it to his friend. And it's just, like, the book has so much value about just making leftovers. Because right. it shows you how to make the meal. Right. And then, if you don't eat it all, it shows you how to do what to do with the leftovers. So, like, making right. whole-ass fucking new meals out of these goddamn leftovers. Right. You know, and my uncle is always cooking shit. Every holiday that I spend with my uncle, so much fucking food. 
like Christmas was a shit show. I've never seen so much food. He had these weird bacon wrapped crackers. Mm-hmm. And like, bro, my cholesterol was fucking through the roof because I kept eating them. <laughs> I was ready to drop dead. Yeah. yeah. Yo, there's one. There's like one more thing I wanted to ask you, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. I know there's a few things, but. Yo, so it's just like a template. Yeah, basically. Yeah. We, we, the guidelines. We come like up with a. So on the podcast, we come up with like a foundation and pretty much Kai. So I just. Just to kind of prepare Kai for what I'm going to uh, to ask him, you know, and then we just start fucking winging shit, you know. So one thing I wanted to ask is, um, even though you're adopted, mm-hmm. you're still really in touch with like Korean oh, right. culture and stuff. Right. Um, what made you like just really want to dive into um just your culture right. and stuff like right. that, dude? So it, it's crazy because no one ever thinks I'm adopted, and mm-hmm. I tell them I'm adopted, and like, nah, nah. I'm like, no, I really. And it's like, am. who taught you how to speak? Korean as well, like dude. I don't know, honestly. So, so I have older siblings who are adopted too, but mm-hmm. they're they're not into the culture like I am. Mm-hmm. I think. But growing up where I lived in Minnesota, we had Korean families. Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota, <laughs> eh, right? Um, oh, I just burped. Oh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> oh. holy shit. But um, yeah. So it's a really small town. There's a fact food packaging factory and they had like immigrants working there and they had a bunch of korean families so they're when they're, i think when their husbands were working they're like their wives and some of the kids would come over to my family's house and i like, hang out with my mom because we had all these korean kids yeah so like i definitely am familiar with growing up with asian people mm-hmm. you know like and like some of the foods like we celebrated the holidays growing up i heard korean like for, for a long time when i was a kid yeah right and um, I think when I got older and I started really trying to figure out who I was, like my own identity, because everyone goes to that, whether they're adopted or not. Yeah. I just realized, hey, I, you know, I'm like a white guy in an Asian person's <laughs> body. And I'm very curious about. That's like, what my friend says. It's right. like she's traveling through Asia right now. She's right. like, I'm basically a white girl in an Asian girl's body. Right. Right. See? And it's just like just learn because I think everyone should be well balanced. So what I try to do is I try to understand my my like Asian identity, right. my American identity, and then my adoption identity. Right. And and so I really dove into that. You know, I grew up in like camps for adopted kids who are like Korean or and your Chinese. parents like purposely put you in those camps. Yeah, that's, yeah, like, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, that's, that's really, really really cool. And Colorado has them. Shout out to the heritage camps. So let's go. Yeah. Um, so I volunteer at those, and then I also wa- worked in a Korean restaurant for almost six years. Yeah. Um, like probably more like five and a half. But through through the first few years I was working there, our chefs were from Korea and they didn't speak English. And I would hear Korean phrases at work, and I'd be like, I know what that means. Yeah, you just I've put two and two together. I was little, yeah. right? And then I just started putting two and two together. And it's like, whoa. And I started like really saying Korean things and learning how to structure sentences, and it just came so natural for me. So right. now it's to the point where I can go to Korea. I don't need to speak English. I think it's awesome, part. too, like in Minnesota, of all places. Just to right. start out, right? Right. Because you'd think it'd be like, you know, typically a lot more, you know, Asian people are in like right. places like California and stuff or like, like that. Chicago, New York. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's nice too, as well, having parents who are just like... Intentional. Super, yeah, it's intentional, right. you know, because like, of course, they want you to have your, like you said, your adopted identity. Right. But they also want you to know like your background and right. like where you come from right. and shit. Right. You know, like that's, just a, that's, that's a fucking testament to just your parents' character. Right. Right. No, they're, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I've been trying to, like, just get in touch with both sides of me, like, my Puerto Rican side, mm-hmm. you know, and also the, uh, 
I say Italian, but it's, it's Sicilian. Sicilian. Sicilian would Sicilian people would kick the shit out of me because right. the culture is actually really different. Like we've got our own flag. Mm-hmm. Um, Sicilians are taller, they're mm-hmm. a little darker skin tone and right. stuff, you know. And uh, the food's even different, you know. Oh. Even though it's part of Italy, Italy, like Sicilians have their own like type of pizza and pasta right. and shit like that. It's kind of like Hawaii with the United States. Yeah, Hawaiian culture yeah, way, way different. different Same thing in Puerto Rico though. Puerto Rico is part of the U.S. and just the culture is completely right. different. Like New York. Puerto Ricans are so different compared to like Puerto Ricans, Puerto Rico, Florida, right. Puerto Ricans are right. so different, Right. you know? So it's just trying to get in touch with all of it. Like I had a lot of just trips that I wanted to, that I want to take this year mm-hmm. that kind of got like ruined. Like I wanted to do Abu Dhabi and then mm-hmm. we bombed Iran. So right. like, it's probably not the, not the best idea, right. you know? And then I'm like, all right, well, I'll just go to Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico has an earthquake. I'm like, right. it's not the best idea, right. you know? Because I want to go to uh, Guayama, Puerto Rico, where my grandmother's from. Okay. And just check it out, you know? It's like a couple hours from San Juan. Right. And just take a trip out there and, and see, like, where my grandmother's from. And then right. trip Trapanese Sicily is where um, my great-grandparents are from and my grandfather. My grandfather came here on a boat when he was three. Okay. With my uh, great grandparents, so I want to like see what trip Japanese history is all about. Right, right, right. You know, so eat the food. Just try, I just burped too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just trying to like get in fucking touch with all that is uh, to me, it's just really valuable. Right. You know, to like, cause I'm not on like the fucking ancestry dot com or anything. I right. still want to do that twenty three and me shit. Even Dude, though, like, I did that. It's dope. Really? Yeah. Didn't you say you were some some of it surprised you or no? Were you surprised by it? It was I was surprised because it made sense. Like I really? like my body and muscle composition, makeup, like it's supposed to be bigger. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not supposed to be a skinny person and like that would explain why really? it's really hard for me to lose weight. <laughs> you know? Wow. I did, wait, it tells you that too? Yeah. Well, so there's two packages. There's one that's like ancestry and health. Mm-hmm. And then there's one that's just ancestry. Right. So, so you did, uh, the, the, I did the health and the ancestry one. Yeah. How much more expensive was it? It's a hundred bucks more. It's not bad though. Yeah. It's not too bad. Because like I've always, well, I mean, I can kind of see just based on pictures why my build is the way it is. Right. Like my grandfather, if you look at him, mm-hmm. and my dad's side, very skinny. Like my half brother. Right. My mom's son is, um, we have the same build. Right. We don't age either. My brother's, half brother's 40, bro. He looks like he's fucking 20. Jeez. Yeah. So, That's good. Well, it's tough too, because I'm trying to like, hopefully find that, hopefully I can get that balance because my dad go, went gray in his 30s. And so oh. looking older, right. you know, my uncle still, my uncle still dyes his hair. <laughs> he's 71. Oh, dang. Still dyes his hair. One time, my cousin's got this story. She's like, yeah, so one time my dad, she, he, he went to the store. They didn't have his color. So he gets fucking Auburn. <laughs> he has fucking red hair. Oh and she's looking at him like, what the what fuck the are you doing? And he's like, oh, well, they didn't have my color. So I just bought a different one. And she's like, what? You know? So, that's like an old person thing. It is, dude. And, so, and him, he's got this thing too, no hats in the house. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, so I get a, an old thing. You just take your hat off anywhere. Like, now people are just like, we don't give a fuck. Right. But, like, every time I see this man, I cannot have a hat on because right. I'm so used to wearing it in the house right. and stuff. You know, it's kind of like the, in a way, like the no shoes thing. Oh, it's right. Sort, yeah. And just Asian sort, households. It's not even Asian households, though, dude. It's like Iceland as well. I feel like oh. it's done pretty much all over the world. Besides Except America. fucking the U.S., Yeah, dude. the U.S. does everything weird. Yeah. We our own, like, freaking measuring system that's different. Yeah. You know, dude, I'd be embarrassed to ask for, like, a fork when we, like, when I go out to eat with my roommates. 
Right. You know, because like um, she, my roommates are pretty diverse. Uh, Jenny's Vietnamese. Right. Lexi is um, she's Laos. Oh. And uh, Kari's black. Uh, Tony's white, and then um, Joe's Guatemalan. And then I hit that. I hit that Puerto Rican demographic. Right. You know. Right. So there's all kinds of like shit going on in this house in terms of like just different types of food to try or right. like just being around like different shit you know right. like we're either watching you know something that's like vietnamese or whatever it's just right. it's just dope right you know like Dang. fucking yeah. fucking love living in this damn house <laughs> yeah dude this house is nice too i'm like whoa yeah not having instagram has helped me so much like mentally i mean yeah. i'll bring it back after our career trip right just because like i'm trying to show off all that neon shit that we're gonna get all these dumb like food bomb ass photos the food oh. like so what i'm gonna do is check this out let me show you what my uh my coworker Taylor, man, he's like fucking guy's really fucking good at what he does, right? And I kind of want to do something like this that he, I'm ha- I'll have him like show me how to do it. He did this like little collage, just pretty simple. It's just three photos. You probably know how to do this too. Three photos above a background, something like that for like Korea. Oh, do it'd be it. pretty cool. You know, like combining food, whatever. Right. And yeah, just I um I want to just level up a lot of content I'm creating. It's mm-hmm. the best I've created having a show and just I'm going to have at least 15 guests on. Right. You know, and just pulling clips from it to post on it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I feel like I was talking to my friend Ali about it the other day and like I may not have like a big following, but technically I've changed like thousands of lives because the content I'm making of Katrina's page, she has like half a million, right? And a lot of people, she has a lot of people in her program and the content I'm making is being like funneled to them. Right. You know? That's cool. So people are taking something from the content I'm creating regardless, you know? Right. Whether they take something from a mental health video that me and her created. Right. You know, that's changing a life in a way. Right. You know? So I think that's really dope. And I just feel like I don't, I've never wanted to be like an influencer. Right. Right. Because you just like doing the back behind the scenes i really do bro and i just i just don't like getting i don't care about credit (laughs) credit for something i've done people tagging me i don't care if they do or not because i just don't give a fuck right 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 you know because like i know i did it right i know it's great work right i know it's changing someone's life or whatever right and as long as i know that that's it right you know it's kind of making me completely egoless in a way like just not having an ego Right. You know, and I feel like that's so healthy. Right. So healthy in a way, dude, right. just because you're not worried about any outside noise. You're just worried about what you're doing. Right. It's like right. tunnel vision, no? Right, right. Yeah, I'd rather have no credit than have a credit and having someone alter. That too. That, that, that shit did. goes that, nuts. That would drive me nuts. It like, does drive me nuts. Puts a filter on a highly edited photo that you took hours on. Right, right. That God. It's frustrating. Dude, gear. Uh, I want to talk to you about gear since gear. we have all this fucking gear here. Okay, yeah. We like we have a lot of, uh, for people who aren't like watching on YouTube, we have a lot of camera gear on the table here. And um, for you, you have just the eye. Right. You know composition, uh, you know lighting. Mm-hmm. And for you, even if you had a fucking T3i right now, you could right. still make amazing shit. Yes. I, just I'm based confident. on you, your eye, right? Right. So like, what I want to talk to you about is like how gear is just not as important. So it's it's not. And the reason I say that is I think what's the most important is practicing and knowing your limitations. So mm-hmm. really knowing your gear. Yeah. Like it, 
you could have the camera inside out. Yeah. You could have like a $6,000 camera, but have no idea how to use it Mm -hmm. versus a guy who has like a T3i, which is came out like 2008 Mm -hmm. and he might like destroy you in a photo contest. Right. Yeah. It's just like, it's knowing, it's knowing your gear, knowing its limitations and knowing what, like what you can do within those limitations, you know? So yes, I have, I have an expensive camera and there's reasons why I like that camera. Um, I could have a more expensive camera, but I don't need it, you yeah. know? And actually, so what I've realized is I've, I think I've owned almost every piece of Canon gear at one point, not every, <laughs> but almost, almost every piece of gear. Magic Canon Homer. I, I, right. <laughs> right. And I, I, I don't own a lot of those anymore because I realize I don't need them because I can still do what I want with certain gear. So I, I have it pretty limited down to four lenses now. Yeah. And I, honestly, one of them I don't even use. Which one is that? The 50. And I don't really use the 70 to 200. I had the same lens, right? It's right. a great lens. This is 1.4 to 1.8. It's a 1.8. 1.8, yeah. yeah this, I had this. It's 120 ch- bucks. Cheap lens, Target. It's fucking, yeah. you just literally pick it up at Target anytime. Yeah. I, I used to be like that too. Right. I used to think I need all this fucking gear. Right. I need everything, blah, blah, blah. You know, I need to be a double shooter. Right. That's what I called it. I'm like, I need two cameras. Right. You know, I have one camera body right. and one lens. It's right, right there. I am going to bring two cameras to Korea, though. Yeah? I'm going to bring this one for stills, and then I'm going to bring one that I'm going to keep on my gimbal yeah. the whole time. Well, everyone's different. Right. You know. Because I want to, because the whole switching thing takes a while, mm-hmm. um, so that way I can just like put this in my bag and then just carry the gimbal. That's true, because you know? a lot of the content I'm going to shoot in Korea is going to be in HLG format yeah. for video, Right. and it has to be colored differently, so I have to switch from HLG to a different format to uh, take pictures. Right. You know? Right. So, I mean, sometimes HLG pictures are, are pretty dope. Are you going to handheld? Handhold everything? I mean, honestly, I shoot more handheld than ever really? at this point. I can't do it. I, I'm so shaky. It's, I'm a shaky McGee. No, you have to, like, so you have to hold your elbows. Tuck your elbows in right, when you're right, filming. Right. You know? And it's just more torso and hip movement. Mm-hmm. It's not, you don't move your arms at all. It's literally just torso and torso and fucking hip movement. Right. You know, I mean, I have tight hips, so it's tough for me as well. Right. But when you're doing it in 120 FPS, then kind of helps you out. Right. Being in slow motion. Right. Then when you're in Premiere, you nest it, and then you put warp stabilizer on it, so it's even more stable. Yeah. So um, I got to show you some of my recent videos. A lot of it's handheld. Okay. You know, and like little tricks you can use, like a neck strap and like. Yeah, that too. You know, um, I want to get a. I want to. I'll probably bring my gimbal. Right. To like Korea, I'm bringing mine. How big? What do you have? Zion, Zion Crane, or no? Ronin? I have the Ronin S. Ronin S. Is that the one of the cage or the still one that's like? Oh, it's it's not the cage. It's not. Okay, the, yeah. It's the, that's good. <laughs> it's the pole one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wish we had a layover in Canada longer. Dude, right? Because I'd love to see Vancouver. Me I'm gonna get. Too. I'm gonna snag a picture. I, I'm gonna have you snag a picture of me in the airport though. Okay. Because yeah, like fine. I've always wanted that majestic that's airport fine. picture. I've never been to the airport in Canada. Yeah. In Vancouver. So I'm pumped. Yeah. So. Dude, um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's it. I mean, I yeah, had a lot. Yeah, I think we of, had really good conversations. There's still a lot more we could talk about. I'm going to have Kai back on here probably after our career trip just to like talk about Over that it. shit. Right. Um, you've traveled to a lot of different places that I haven't traveled to. Right. So definitely need you like back on here talk about that okay, um okay. more music related music, stuff music too stuff okay yeah so it'd be really dope to to have you on dope so, i appreciate you having me on man 